Thanks for finding our podcast, Keep Questioning. At Keep Questioning, we explore topics related to societal change, group dynamics, leadership, music, and especially God's love and impact on our lives. We encourage you to look at life from a new angle. Ask questions, seek personal growth, and prove you can think. Learn more about this podcast at our website, novatropis.com, where you can also learn about our books. Now here's Ted and Carolyn Katranis with today's podcast. Hello, everybody. Here we are, Ted and Carolyn. Hello, Carolyn. Hello, Ted. And we are at Seasons 2, Episode 4, and we're calling this the Triangle of Decision. And we're trying out some new microphones. We're what do trying. you have there? I have a new lavalier microphone on my shirt here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, we set up a mixer and we have a couple mic stands and we like using our microphones in the mixer. And uh, today we decided to go with a couple USB lavaliers. Yep, we're trying it. I think we both know why we're using the lavaliers. Why is that, Carolyn? Uh, because somebody likes to turn their head a lot. Somebody and likes to turn their head And he's doing it now as he's looking at me. <laughs> yes. So uh, we have to tame that guy down and give him a microphone that, that he can handle a little bit because there's no stopping him from turning his head all over the place, right? attached to his body so he can't <laughs> yeah. turn his head and can't get it. away from it <laughs> so getting back to where we were it's called the triangle of decision and the idea behind that is it has something to do with how we all make decisions and we found that in all decisions there's basically three important parts and especially if you're going through a real hard time in your life, or even if you're going through a counseling or coming out of drugs, we have found that usually these three parts happen. Uh, and we're not, we're not saying that a person shouldn't also go to counseling or shouldn't be taking their uh, clinical medicines or whatever it is, but um, we found a couple parts that can help. And do you remember where we came up with this idea? Yeah, I think we were on our way back from hiking at uh, Pulpit Rock. Yes, Pulpit in Pennsylvania, a very beautiful hiking area near the Appalachian. We have a nice road that we drive home on and uh, it's very close to where there's a beautiful farm that we talk about a lot. And uh, we tend to talk a lot on our drives, don't we? Yeah, we always do. We always come up with good ideas and this kind of came out of one of those. Yeah, we, we have a lot of very interesting memories. Yeah, we do. Ideas, don't we? A lot <laughs> some of my which markers. we won't, you know, talk about right now today, but as maybe matter, at some point. As a matter of fact, we've gone <laughs> on, on drives for as much as six and seven hours at a time to do nothing but analyze ideas, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, we like it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it's fun. It's fun coming up with ideas. I was thinking about this whole idea of people coming up with uh, decisions and solving things and one of the things that I know you had talked to me about in the past is if people go through a depression or problems, what have you seen in that when people go through problems, Carolyn? Um, the main thing that I've seen um, from experiences, experiences with that is that you have to make um, an actual physical and emotional choice, I guess, to change. You have to decide for yourself, like all the people could be helping you in the world, and you could be trying to do all the right things, but unless, un, until you make the decision that you're ready to change 
and move forward, it, nothing's going to really help because you have to make that conscious choice for yourself. Are you saying to do it on your own without counseling? No, I think that counseling is very beneficial in a lot of ways, in a lot of different aspects. But I guess I'm saying that until you decide for yourself that you are ready to change, you're not going to be open to it. It almost sounds like a person going through a drug addiction or alcohol problem. Yeah, they're very, everything's similar in that regard, yeah. I think. Decision-making is very similar. And a person could be going uh, to counseling for depression and I don't think we'd ever recommend not to take the medication, would we? No, I would never recommend not to take medication. Yeah, and uh, e even if you're on a medication, though, uh, one of the things that struck me while we were talking about this is I just started analyzing all of the different people that I knew and uh, thinking about the different treatments, and I realized that no matter what a person does, uh, if it's a medication they're taking, if they're getting counseling, they always have to go through some steps that they have to very decisively take or they're not getting better. All they're going to do is get really good at going to counseling. And I yeah. think you've seen that, haven't you? Yeah, I've noticed that sometimes yeah. people can go to counseling just for like almost like the addiction of going to counseling yeah. and not really get any benefit out of it. And it feels good in the counseling, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. And uh, they go back out to the real world and are they any real different in how they treat the people? No, I would say probably not. And then they just almost maybe look forward to the next time they're going to counseling. Yeah. So I guess some of you want to know one of the first inspirations or epiphanies that came to our minds. And uh, I had one talking about plumbing. <laughs> you love plumbing. Oh, I love plumbing so work so much. As a homeowner, you can't get away from it, but uh, it's one of those jobs. You know as a homeowner also, Carolyn. Yeah. You loved doing plumbing, didn't you? Well, I do have some experience. <laughs> some experience. It's <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible job. And as everybody knows, you, you tighten that thing up and you get it to a certain uh, stiffness. And once it's just barely tight enough, what do you do? You let it go. Because Don't touch Because if you it. touch it, it's going to mess up and then you're going to regret it. Well, one of the things I noticed when I was doing some plumbing around the house and doing some other repairs out of the house, that it occurred to me that sometimes plumbing is kind of like us fixing our lives or making a decision or trying to grow. It seems that you, you, for instance, have a problem with your sink and maybe your sink has a smelly drain or you're trying to repair it or, or do this or do that or put some Clorox down. And after a while you find out that all that you're trying to do to that sink isn't fixing it. So ultimately, what do you usually see me do, Carolyn? You take the whole thing apart. The whole clean thing. It. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? Oh yeah, lots of fun. And you have to carefully take out <laughs> all the uh, supplies you have under the drain. You take those things out. You get everything ready. You get your bucket ready because you know you're going to forget and you're probably going to turn the water on when you don't have the drain attached. So make sure that you have a bucket me ready. Of a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, so it, what I'm getting at is the only way to fix it was to tear it apart and thoroughly clean it, and then put it back together. And that's really all that was necessary. And once I put it back together, put some new tape around the joints, uh, Teflon tape that is, it worked fine. Nothing else would solve it unless I thoroughly took it apart. And sometimes it's like that in our soul. Have you ever noticed it like that in our soul that sometimes you just got to break it down? Yeah. 
I've noticed that a lot. I mean, I know in my life there's been some times where, you know, you just have to take everything away and kind of start fresh. And until you do that, you can't move forward. Yeah, you get stuck. You have to tear down the parts of your life that are basically parts that you don't want to tear apart. And you have to rebuild yourself sometimes up from nothing. Clean it all out. Yep. Clean it, Clean all, it all out. out. Start over. Clean it all out and start over. Hit that reset button. But, <laughs> but when we're talking about hitting the reset button here, we're talking about really hitting the reset button. Clean it out. And uh, I know that can sound difficult, but it works. Um, so this is leading you to number one, I'm assuming. Leading to number one. Or did you already talk about, did we well, already talk about number one? No, we should, we should <laughs> spell it out now. What is number well. one then, Carolyn? Uh, number one, uh, as far as the triangle of decision, is there should be a complete and honest opening and emptying like we were talking about and cleaning out of yourself, yep. which means that you should open yourself up, you should just let answers in and start to hear things. Are um, you suggesting that sometimes we don't let the answers in? Yeah, I think sometimes we block them out because we don't want to hear them. Mm, we, get, we get almost as if we're enjoying being in the problem that we're at. Oh, definitely. That's one of the things that I've seen and experienced with a little bit of depression and things like that is you actually enjoy being in that place. It, it's very it mysterious. Feels good almost. It's, it's very way. mysterious. We tend to almost cling on to it like it's an addiction. It is an addiction. Yeah. And, and we have to be honest and let the walls like drop. Mm-hmm. Let the walls drop. Not physical walls. I mean, Like tear down the walls. Walls around our heart. That you have build up around Mm -hmm. your emotions, your heart, your feelings, your defenses almost. Empty. Complete empty. And you have to do a little confessing. Do a little confessing. Yep. So two. What do we do now in two? So I'll take number two. Yeah, you can take number two. Well, in number two, it's kind of like piggybacking on top of what the first step is. The second step is... You have to let go. Once you empty out, you just can't decide to go back to where you were. You have to let go of those stubborn desires that you had so that you can go on and be the person you want to be. I mean, think about it. Look at yourself in the mirror someday and say, who do you really want to be? You're not going to be that person by just making little incremental changes. Step one, empty it all out and then let go of those desires. And uh, I have to add something in here because, and I want to ask you, Carolyn, have you ever seen times that people say, I'm just going to do what feels right? Yeah. Does that work? No, not normally because sometimes what feels right isn't always the answer. It might be part of the problem. Following your heart could be right sometimes. Sometimes people say that. But there was a comic strip. Yeah, I was going to say, are you going to bring that Baby Blues and the little boy, his mother said to him, follow his heart. And what did he say to his mother? He said, what if my heart is an idiot? Yeah. And, and sometimes <laughs> after you empty out, just don't go back to your own stubbornness. Uh, you know, it, it, even if we don't think we've uh, done something wrong, there could be something basic to our inner desires that we have to walk away from because we have patterns of behavior. And uh, the Can only- Can I just interrupt you just for one Go second? Ahead. Sure. I just wanted to say, I'm, I'm agreeing with you that sometimes it's really, really hard to break those patterns mm-hmm. and habits because a lot of them are ingrained in you from yes, the time you're a child. they are. And it's almost like you teach yourself who you're supposed to be and how you're supposed mm-hmm. to act based on these 
ideas and habits and patterns that you've had as a, since a child, perhaps, that may not even be accurate. Yeah. And it's hard sometimes to break out of you those. You can't see it because it's so entrenched in the very being of who you are that you can't see beyond it. It's like there's a shield around you. And somebody like Carolyn or myself could be saying, turn from your stubborn desires, become changed, or as some people say, let the old self die, let the heart, let the dangerous part of you die, let it die off. But how do you do that? Well, I think the way we, one of the ways that we do that, you know, we go to counseling, we take our medicines, but okay, we, we empty out, we get rid of the uh, stubborn desires, that means by letting that old person die, and then what do we have to do? What do we have to do for number three? Do we just let it go with, their, with that, Carolyn? No, then we have to start doing something. So take some kind of action. Basically, you just need to start doing something. And uh, basically, by doing nothing, you will gain nothing. So you have to start doing something if you want to gain any kind of change or moving forward. Well, it's, does that mean big things, or can that mean little things in your life? No, I, I could think that it could mean little things, like even something as simple as, maybe going outside in the morning if mm -hmm. maybe you're not a person that usually makes time for that or decides to do that. Something as small as making a small change in your routine can be a positive step forward. Yeah, deciding to do things that are positive, deciding and planning your life almost, giving yourself a whole new structure where you decide, today I'm going to live and I'm going to do this. Today I'm going to start hiking. Today I'm going to start painting. I'm going to continue that. I'm going to be this new person. I'm going to take steps. Even it, something as small as, for those of us that still work, something as small as leaving the house with a positive attitude about your job. And I could probably make a decision that, to do that. But that could be a positive decision yes. to almost get you started out in a better direction during the day. Life is choices, life is decisions. Every single thing you do along the way to structure your life, to make the choices, to make the decisions, one positive change after another. People don't do this very easily though, do they? No, not, most of the time people get stuck in, not to say a routine, but a little bit of routine. Maybe sometimes it could be considered a rut and you they don't fail. ever go, in, you don't move forward. Yeah, they try. I wanted to say a story real quick. Go ahead. Okay. It's something from I saw in the magazine that we have, and I found it to be inspiring. Um, an older gentleman um, saw a video of himself and saw he looked like an old man, and he decided to take slow, positive steps mm -hmm. in a different direction. And now he's in his 80s and better than he was like 10, 15 years mm -hmm. ago. And I just felt like that was a really inspiring story to me because it just sort of showed that you can make you can make slow, positive changes at any point in your life. Do, do a lot of people fail when they do this? What do you think? Do people, when they start making positive steps, does it always work out? No, I would say it doesn't because sometimes I would think people would find, they want to see immediate results maybe. What do you do when you fail? Well, you either give up or you try again. Yeah, and you got to make a choice at that point. Again, life is choices, life is decisions, and you're going to fail more than you're going to succeed. So you get up and you do it again. And it's really that. I mean, it sounds simple, but you do get up in the morning and you do it again. Uh, simple things like waking up, getting a shower to make yourself feel good, putting on some nice clothes, getting yourself structured. Uh, some people who are religious 
we believe in God and we do a devotion mm -hmm. in the morning, don't we? Yep. And we have a faith practice in our life and we believe that that faith practice and by believing in God, that is probably the most important power source for us to do these positive actions step by step in our life. You could have people help you to do these, but nevertheless, you must take action because it doesn't matter how, many, how much you take uh, as far as counseling, it doesn't matter how many therapy sessions you go through, it doesn't matter how many times you might take a medication. If you don't specifically decide that you're going to let the old self, that old heart, end and die, and then take positive steps to act and live, kind of like those coping skills we talked about, right, Carolyn? Yeah, I just wanted to explain real quick a little bit about, uh, we, we keep saying die. Yeah, we don't mean physically die. No, we don't mean physically die. We're, we're kind of making a reference to, I guess, um, Christ mm -hmm. and yes. him giving everything up for us mm -hmm. and dying on the cross emptying himself and we're just sort of making that almost like as a parallel and analogy yes. I guess mm -hmm. to sort of compare not physically dying but ultimately like emptying yourself letting yes. go of everything mm -hmm. that may like hold you back I guess. Yeah, God can take everything away. Um, you can humble yourself up, you can change, you can empty. A lot of times we get very fixed, anger, bitterness, I think today's day and age, because of all the social media, we're really stuck in anger and hatred and bitterness. It's pretty clear. Social uh, media, 24-7 news channels, yeah. the fact that people get a high off of arguing with each other, mm -hmm. it, it definitely creates too much animosity, too much anger what, and bitterness with each other. What happens if you ride a bicycle and you look at the rock? You're going to fall over that rock. You're going to fall right? over that rock. <laughs> and if you keep filling yourself with negative things, and don't decide every day to take those positive actions, you're gonna stay in the negative. It's just that simple. And so basically what we're saying, to, to restate this, you're going to completely empty, admit, repent is a word that people use. Totally with your eyes open, you're thinking about what you're doing. Then let that other person, that evil party you just die to itself, let disappear. it end, let it disappear. Then, number three, take actions daily, decisive actions, do something. And one yeah, of decisive, I like that word. Decisive. Yep. Now there's something that we said in one of our very first podcasts that I know that you've liked and you've stated it a lot. When you walk outside and you're walking around, what is one of the things we say? A very simple thing to do. Yeah, lift your head 15 degrees. Lift your head 15 degrees. It's amazing. I, I seriously think about it so many times. Yes. Um, you know, uh, I was in a bad situation a number of years ago. And I made some decisions. And I started my exercise routine differently. Started playing guitar got a bicycle, started rollerblading, started hiking, wound up going out west, kind of failed at the guitar. <laughs> I don't know, I well, I had a situation like that too. But I wouldn't say you failed, you just decided that it wasn't, that wasn't, it wasn't the thing that you wanted to focus on as much. But I kept moving. Yeah. Kept moving, Kate, keep going forward. And my life has been changed and revolutionized and I'm in a place where I have for decades now been a positive force for the community.
I want to say something to mm -hmm. a couple things. This is backtracking just a little bit, but I want to say something that my dad used to say. So he would always, when we would joke, we would tease him about it because he would say he would get up and he would get up and he would wash his hair and that would make him feel alive. Oh, it does. And I, you were talking about getting up, getting a shower, and that was one thing that he used to always say. And it was kind of a joke because of how he would say mm -hmm. it, but we, you know, we would. It was a family joke, mm -hmm. but um, anyway, he would say that, and I just wanted to say that. And the other thing is I wanted to talk a little bit about myself and uh, some positive changes. Mm -hmm. So as we would say, we would say five years ago, you. Yeah. But recently, I, I made a decision to not go back to one organization, which was a hard decision for me because I enjoyed it, and in the future, I may return. But I feel myself growing in different directions right now. Um, I recently rejoined um, a camera club, which I feel like is going to be really exciting and I'm looking forward to it. And you're taking horseback. And I'm also taking horseback riding lessons. And I actually, I feel very excited about some of these things going on. And I feel like these small changes are They're very great. positive for me. And I love things that. that I wouldn't have had the strength and courage to do on my own five or six years ago. And I just, I feel very excited and I feel like it's, it's a step, I don't, yeah. I don't want to say it's a step forward, but, but it's, it's a, sort of like a couple steps forward in yeah, a different and, direction and almost. it's a step of movement. And, and, movement, yeah. And if one thing doesn't work out right, that's okay. Try something different. I feel and, like I have a lot of years left on this earth, yeah. hopefully, you know. And if I keep doing the same things, You'll keep then doing I'll the keep same doing things. the same things, and I'll never <laughs> experience anything new, and I'm yeah. excited about the new. So you have to change. Yeah. And uh, live it with passion. Get some passion out there and do it. Yeah. You know, a lot of this sounds very similar to what Christ said in the Bible when he talked about a word that people really overuse too much about being born again and yeah. having a new, changed life. Yeah, born again is overused sometimes. But it makes sense. Yeah, it does. He, he knew what he was talking about. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> just a little. And <laughs> maybe, maybe the reason all of this works is because he set some things in motion to empty out to let the old person die and then step ahead with a new action. And it works like that whether you're talking about Christ or whether you're talking about changing in your life, whether you're talking about growing in leadership, whether you're talking about a decision that you're going to make at work, whether you're talking about your family, whether you're talking about yourself. So I think we can all step forward. Yeah, stepping forward is good. So what do you think? Until next time. Keep questioning. Keep questioning. <laughs> <laughs>